Thanks for listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry, here to help educate, motivate, and put you on the right path to take control of your health through weekly discussions on topics in the medical field, public health arena, and in your community. And now your host, Dr. Barry. And welcome to another episode of the Lunch Learner with Dr. Barry. I'm your host, Dr. Barry Pierre, your favorite board-certified internist, founder of drbarrypierre.com, as well as the CEO of Pierre Medical Consulting, helping you empower yourself for better health with the number one podcast for patient advocacy, affirmation, and education. This week, again, we are on the topic of men. Obviously, this is Men's Health Awareness Month, so we got to talk about the man this month. And I'm having a personal conversation just on mental health, right? Really, we're not going to, we're going to talk some signs, but like really no certain numbers and facts, just obvious observations that I have seen as a physician, as someone who has taken care of a lot of men, uh, you know, during my time uh, outpatient in the inpatient setting, and really kind of stressing again the importance of mental health. So we're going to talk about mental health. We're going to talk about depression. We're going to talk about how it typically, you know, uh, exudes in men, right? Like not the, you know, mooping and, you know, you know, sauntering around, even though there are some men who do that. And really we're going to talk about why I think that's the case. So like always, if you have not had a chance to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a five-star review, share this out to five or 10 of your male friends who need to get their stuff together just so they can be mentally aware and how to be a more you know, functioning adult, right? Because I think if your mental isn't there, your your physical isn't there, your spiritual isn't there. Like, it just is what it is. So check me out on this episode of the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. Today's podcast is sponsored by the Lunch and Learn Community Merchandise Store, living out the motto, empower yourself for better health. And for the thanks of being a devoted podcast listener, I'm going to give you opportunity to save 10% off today's purchase using the coupon code EMPOWER10. Go to shop.drbarepierre.com. Use the coupon code EMPOWER10, all one word. You will save 10% off your entire purchase. Remember, 50% of all proceeds are donated to the Five Star Scholarship Foundation, which is a nonprofit organization giving out scholarships for high school students. Today, we are going to be talking about men and more importantly, depression, really mental health just in general. We're going to have really just a kind of candid conversation, you know, that I, w- I want you guys to kind of listen to and understand kind of where we got to this point and, you know, what we really need to do to change it. All right. And I think if you're going to talk about men's health, like you can't just talk about lung cancer. You can't just talk about the alcohol related issues. You can't just talk about prostate cancer. All, all these things that are very easy to have a conversation, very easy to have a conversation about it because those are kind of real tangible, especially from, you know, something that you can kind of feel and notice. But what we need to really have this conversation, especially when we talk about men is really like, what is their mental health like? Like what is, their ability to be able to kind of deal with all of the stress and pressures that we know uh, has been placed upon them. Some self-place, some societally place. like what are some of those stressors? And more importantly, when you are getting those stressors, what are you actually doing about said stressors? I can tell you as a physician, when I'm taking care of patients, 
you know, it's always, especially my men, my men are always taken aback. Like when I ask them just kind of general, like, yeah, so how are you feeling? Like, well, you know, what's, what's life like? When I ask them kind of, I guess they're used to me talking about their blood pressure and cholesterol and those random things. But when I start asking more emotionally related, uh, you know, centering questions, it, 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 it kind of flushes them because I could tell they're not used to having that conversation. And I'll be honest, the the lack right of experience in being able to kind of have these conversations and be able to really think through what's going on with us has been killing us, right? And I and it manifests in so many different ways. Like and and we'll, I I wanted to start off right. I I did a I did a, I did an Empire Self Better Health series, um, you know, probably a couple of years ago where I talked about you know how you know we shouldn't be telling boys to man up, right? Like I wasn't going to tell my son to man up. And there was a lot, I got a lot of different reaction from her, but the most important one and most important reason why I wanted to do it is because I recognized that me telling him to man up wasn't an, wasn't allowing him to explore all of the emotional spectrum that any human has the ability to explore. And because I was trying to, and I tried before, but like, because you, when you try to put people in a box, right, especially men, and you say, man up, you have to do things a certain way, and you don't allow them to express the way they want to express, it, it presents itself as an adult. And obviously, I take care of a lot of adults. I'm an internist. I take care of adults. But I can see a lot of childhood-related traumas and, you know, issues that likely could have been resolved if they had the opportunity to do so. And that's why, again, we, we stress about, again, when I talk about mental health, and I, I always try to say we need to talk about the mental. We need to talk about the mental. It's not the fact that, again, my wife happens to be a mental health therapist, right? And I'm, I'm biased, even though that does help. I can tell you that does help. Having a, trust me, having a therapist, uh, on your side, uh, definitely allows you to ask questions, receive, uh, you know, questions and answers in a much more, you know, efficient way, right? To get things done. And I think as men, like we have to be able to kind of, again, not only be able to be a source, right, of protection, like we always wanted, we always want to be that source of protection, but we need to be able to have someone that we can also say like, hey, I need some help. I'm having some issues. I'm having some concerns because the terms I'm sad, the terms I'm I'm tired, the terms I'm uh, depressed, like those are terms that men should be able to have you know, as open as freely as they say, like, oh, hey, you know, I, you know, I worked 10 hours. Or, hey, I, you know, I did this crazy thing in the gym. Like we should be able to have those conversations just as easily. And what I see happen a lot, especially for, you know, the men I've taken care of is that, you know, not not having that ability to have that conversation um, is so detrimental because, again, we don't we don't, again, we don't present, again, one, because we've never been taught to, but we don't present the kind of a certain way, right? And like, obviously, I want to talk about depression, right? Depression is a big uh, issue that I see a lot in men, but it's not the typical thing that we see on TV, right? Typically, when we, and first of all, when we think about depression, depression is a mood disorder. It's a mood disorder, right? Let's, let's, it is what it is. It is a mood disorder, right? That typically, Right. And I, I want to make sure we, we kind of hammer it home. Typically, you know, leaves people downtrodden, leaves people irritable, trouble sleeping, trouble eating, trouble doing the normal activities without experiencing any joy from it. Right. And but unfortunately, in men and a lot of men, it does not present this way. You're not going to see typically men just sulk around. 
right? You're not typically going to see men say, yeah, I'm having so much trouble sleeping or I'm sleeping too much, right? But those aren't usually conversations that we typically have. Usually when you run into issues, especially with men who are dealing with depression, one of the things I like to say is like, you know, what kind of stresses are, are, are you placing upon yourself? Like what type of load are you trying to place on your shoulders that it's obvious you can't, um, you know, shoulder anymore, right? Pardon the pun. And you, you'd be surprised how many men are unaware of all of the responsibilities that they are placing upon themselves that they can't meet the demand for. And because they can't meet the demand for it, 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 it exacerbates in certain ways, right? Like they all of a sudden they, they don't feel, you know, you know, like going out or all of a sudden they don't feel, you know, like, you know, eating all of a sudden they don't feel like taking care of themselves, right? So again, when we talked about this before, it's really encompassing when we talk about how men don't really go to the doctor's office. They don't get their annual checkups. They don't take their medications. There's a lot of things that they don't do. Uh, one, I don't, I'm not saying it's purposeful, but one is because they've never really been taught. All right. And I think a lot of that kind of goes down to, again, just having that mental awareness of, hey, something's going on and I need to be able to take care of it. But because they've never been taught and, you know, uh, approached and given the space to be able to say, yes, I want to take care of it. You, you kind of, I see the downslopes, right? I see, you know, the man who has the heart attack. I see the man who has a stroke. I see the man who has uncontrolled diabetes, right? And because it presents in that way, understanding that when I backtrack it, I say, well, yeah, look, this, this person has been stressed for a long time, right? And, and we have to be, you know, we have to be able, you're very cautious of it. So, um, I talked about the fact of manning up, right? Especially when we think about mental health, when we think about depression, you know, men don't like to talk. Trust me, they don't. I I know. It's like pulling teeth sometimes with them. And because they don't like to talk, they tend to repress and suppress a lot of their feelings, right, that are that are keeping them down. And 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 I talked about how a lot of self, a lot of these things are usually self-inflicted, right? Um, you know, there's societal pressures out there. Like if you're a man, you know, you're supposed to be able to provide. You're supposed to be able to lead. You're supposed to be able to do all these things here. But we're living in a world where, thankfully, right, women don't need that, right? They don't need you to provide. They don't need you to lead, right? They want to be on a team. And there are a lot of men, unfortunately, who don't know how to deal with that. Right. There are a lot of men emotionally who don't know how not to, um, you know, how not to be the head of the household per se. Right. And when we think about head of a household, a lot of times when I even say that term, men tend to think about that in the terms of a financial standpoint, not even a leadership, but just a financial. Like if I'm not making the most money, I'm not the head of the household. If I'm not the head of the household, who am I? Right. They define themselves in these outdated terms and these outdated, you know, societal pressures, right? And it, it beats them up, right? So then they go to work, right? Unknowing that, you know, it may, I don't lead the way I want to lead, right? They, they don't take their medication. They don't, they don't do all of the normal things that they typically would do, right? Because there's a lot of pressures that are placed upon them. So let's, let's just read and just let's think about some of the signs of depression kind of associated in men, right? That, you know, again, that again, doesn't necessarily feel like, oh, that's not really depressed. But for us, right, for us, and I say us, again, I'm a man, right, for us, right, it, it, it sounds so obvious. So uh, anger, irritability, uh, being very aggressive, 
feeling anxious, restless, on the edge, uh, loss of interest at work, family, uh, problems with sexual desire, performance. Think about it, right? So when we're depressed, right? So imagine, again, I get a lot of patients who come to my office because of, you know, sexual dysfunction. It doesn't work as well as it used to. But when you, again, when I peer back, when I peel back the layers, right, you start realizing like, wow, you know, there's some emotional, you know, roadblocks that you need to jump over before you can get to the point where sexually you can perform the way you want to perform. And imagine again, like I said, we talked about this societal pressure. Imagine now you're a man, right? And you don't have the sexual proudness uh, that, you know, you, you people expect a man to have, right? You, you don't have, you know, women or men flocking over you that you expect, like all of these things that you're not, you don't feel desired, right? So all of these things just kind of keep eating at you, eating at you, Right. And, and it's the reason why, you know, suicides, um, is, is obviously much more, um, you know, frequent in an occurrence in, in men, right? Because what happens is, is that they have no outlet, right? Or, and more importantly, I, I want to, I should stress this. They perceive to have no outlet to say like, Hey, I'm having these issues. Hey, I'm having these concerns, right? Because again, remember that as a, as a, as a young man, as a boy, they're told man up. Deal with yourself. Suck it up. Like, hey, so, so they were never given that opportunity to cry it out. They were never given that opportunity to kind of just let out their feelings or issues, right? And so they felt like it's normal for them to repress. And if it's normal for them to repress, it's normal for that guy to depress. It's normal for that guy to depress. Everyone's repressing their feelings, right? But they're not. But when it comes out, because it always comes out, it never comes out in the way that you would expect, right? So that's why they get angry. That's why they're irritable. Um, you know, physical aches and pains, headaches, cramps. Uh, you know, difficulty. You know, meeting responsibilities, engaging in high risk activities. Again, remember we talked about it. Uh, you know, one of the you know big reasons why men have a shorter life expectancy uh, than women, right, is because not only um, are they not going to see the doctor, but they perform and uh, participate in much more higher risk activities uh, than women, right. And again, so so when you think about it, like why they do these things, again, we have to again we have to we have to point to the mental. I've always said this. You could be you need to be healthy and kind of three facets. You have to be healthy physically. You have to be healthy mentally. You have to be healthy spiritually, right? Like if you are not healthy in all three of those facets, right? You, there's, there's always going to be, again, a, a chair missing. You're always going to be leaning. You're always not going to be standing firm on a foundation. And if you want the most optimum health, you have to be firm on the foundation that you're laying upon. And mental health is something that unfortunately we don't talk about enough in men. And when I say we, I say the men, right? Because again, remember, this is Men's Health Awareness Month. I'm calling out the men, right? It's called, it's about this personal responsibility. Because again, there's plenty of options to talk out there. Plenty of therapy services. There's plenty of people who want to listen to your problems to help you get through your problems. But if we don't open ourselves up and say, yes, I am having these problems. Yes, I need some solutions. Please help me. Like we, we won't get nowhere. Um, you know, need for alcohol and drugs. Again, like, like any, when, when we start thinking about the activities of men, And, you know, asking ourselves, why are they doing these things? Why are they acting uh, these certain ways? Um, Again, I'm I'm on uh, social media a lot. Right. So I know there's kind of this, you know, this uh, this 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 almost this this anger. Right. Like when I and I see it a lot. Right. There's a lot of anger 
towards women from men, right? And and you're asking yourself, like, why are they so angry, right, with the gender? Why are they so angry with the opposite gender? What did the opposite gender do to them? And when you, again, when you backtrack it, right, it's because they don't, they haven't been taught how to talk. They haven't been taught how to express. They haven't been taught how to deal with their personal problems. So they expound it and, and they, they let it out, right? Domestic violence is, you know, is rampant. Alcohol use is rampant. Drug use is rampant. Not going to see the doctor is rampant. Like all these, again, men, 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 uh, high risk activities, men, like all of these problems that we're seeing, right? It's, 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 again, I don't want to say it's all because their mental isn't, you know, there, but like you have to address that there is some component of not having that mental stability that needs to be there, right? That's affecting not only the men, right? Not only the men, but more importantly, the children, more importantly, the women in their lives, more importantly, their family members, their friends, like it's, it's everyone gets affected, right? When, when, when men don't do what they need to do, right? And this is, and this is not a societal pressure of, you know, that's outdated. No, if we want, right, to have the most optimum community around us, whether it be friends, whether it be family members, right, we have to personally look at ourselves and say, what am I doing to make sure I'm physically fit? What am I doing to make sure I'm spiritually fit? What am I doing to make sure I'm mentally fit? And if we can't answer those three questions, you know, then that's, that's that we have to say, what, what do I need to do? Because there's options are plenty, right? There's options are plenty to get the help. We just need to go out there and get it. And that's why I love, you know, having, you know, a month like Men's Health Awareness Month, right? Because again, now the spotlight kind of gets boom, shine right on like, hey, men get like, it's, it's time, right? And again, we're, like I said, we're going to talk about prostate cancer. That's definitely going to be talked about. We're going to talk about, you know, the, you know, sexual dysfunction, definitely going to be talked about. But like you can't have a you can't have a whole month go by, right, and not address I think one of the biggest elephants in the room, right, which is men getting their mental health together, right? And which will help lead, right, and improve all these different functions, right? Getting their their depression together, getting their anxiety together, getting their panic-related concerns together, right? Getting the amount of stress that they placed on themselves together, getting all of these things together, they get that together. All of a sudden, they're coming to the doctor's office to get the annual checkup. All of a sudden, they're not resorting to drinking and alcohol. All of a sudden, they're not resorting to domestic violence, right? Beating up their partners, beating up their children, right? They're not resorting to those things because they know there's another avenue, right? Like, I don't need to express any anger over being depressed. I can actually talk about being depressed. I can be open about being depressed. But if they don't know how to do that or they are not willing to do that, then you see all of these others spiral. So by the time they come to see me, it's not just this person has, you know, a, a, an alcohol problem. It's not that this person, you know, is, is angry or aggressive. Like, no, like is that they don't know how to deal with that stress that's been placed upon them. And they've never had people challenge them to say like, hey, it's time to get it together and it's okay. Because it's, I've, oh, I've championed again. Like I said, I'm biased. My wife's a mental health therapist. I like talking about mental health because I realized once I made the once I made the switch in me and saying like, all right, my mental needs to be as sharp and as focused as the way I practice medicine, like my life took off for the better. 
right? Like, you know, if you ask, ask, you know, my friends and family around me, like I'm one of the more like happy and jovial people you'll ever see. Why? It's because I understand that not that I don't deal with stress. It's just that I know how to deal with stress. I know how to deal when it comes my way, right? Because there's not going to be a situation where you're not going to have some stressful event happen to you. I'm in medicine. It happens all the time. There's, so that's, that's not going to occur. The question occurs is when that stressful event occurs to you, how are you going to present yourself? Are you going to be, again, we talked about the science. Are you going to be angry? Are you going to be irritable? Are you going to have trouble finishing your work? Are you going to, you know, go and, you know, rely on some alcohol or some cigarettes or some other illicit drugs to try to relax you, calm you down, but not actually deal with that problem at hand? Like, what are you going to do to make sure that your mental health is priority number one? That's all we want to know. Right. And by we, uh, this is the, the community around you. We just want to know what are you going to do to make sure you make sure your mental health is number one, primary uno. Like I said, again, like I, I talk about mental, physical and spiritual. Again, I, I feel like if your mental is there, these other things kind of t- get taken care of itself. But I think what I see a lot in men is that the mental isn't there. Right. And if the mental isn't there, I don't think you have anything else. So, yeah, that that's just me. Right. Like, again, like I said, we weren't going to have a month of mental health awareness month. We weren't we weren't going to have a men's health awareness month and not talk about the mental, not talk about its effect on everything else. Right. Because, again, you're, you're not here. Right. Just to listen to me, you know, explain that you should be taking your blood pressure medications. You're not here to explain that you should be going to the gym more. You're not here for those things. You're here to get the all-around comforts. Again, empower yourself for better health. How do we do that? How do we empower ourselves for better health if we try to ignore one of the significant pillars of health is being mentally healthy fit? I am yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre, and I'm going to see you next week. Thank you for coming to the end of the episode. It is yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre. I want to give my undying thanks to you for your support just getting to the end of the episode means that you at least enjoyed today's episode hope you were empowered by today's episode please remember to share this episode with at least two people that you know that would be greatly affected if they did not listen to today's episode and if you have not already done so subscribe to the podcast leave us a five-star review especially on apple Podcasts or wherever you can leave a review leave a review there because your support is so, 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 so valuable for what we're doing here on the Lynch Learn and everything with Pierre Medical Consulting. And if you have not done so, go ahead and join the listserv. To join the listserv, it's very easy. Just grab your phone right now. I'll pause. Join the listserv. You want to text Lunch Learn Pod. This is all going to be one word Lunch Learn Pod to 44222. And you'll be on the listserv. You'll know exactly when new episodes are coming out. You'll know about new episodes before they actually come out. Because I usually tell my listserv members, hey, this is what I'm working on. This is the guests that you should expect to hear for the week on. Thanks, guys. You have a blessed day. And I'm going to see you guys next week.